0: Welcome back to Ladies Who Law School Podcast. I'm Sam. And I'm Haley. And this week we have a very fun episode with Miss Emma Loney. I'm sure you guys have seen her on TikTok and on Instagram. She is quite the boss, so we will
1: just jump right in. And before we get into it, a word from our sponsor. This week's episode is sponsored by JD Advising. JD Advising is a woman-owned company and 80% of their employees are women, you guys and we are promoting their 1L law school study aids. It is finals time, guys, and this is your chance to excel in law school with affordable top-notch materials. Check out the link in our bio to use JD Advising's 1L law school study aids. Please help me welcome our guest, Emma Loney. Hi, Emma. How are you?
2: I'm so great. Thank you so much for having me. It's literally such a dream to be on here with you guys. I'm so excited.
1: We are so excited to have you. So Emma, tell us a little bit about yourself.
2: So I am a 2L. I go to Northern Illinois University College of Law, and I am also a pageant title holder. I am the current Miss Oklahoma Earth USA, and I'm going to be competing for Miss Earth USA in January during our break, because who needs breaks, right? Um, And I have been involved in pageantry since I was in high school and have just kind of Fallen in love with it, um, and I'm really able to now utilize my legal experience and kind of bring it into the pageant world, which is something that's really interesting that I love to do.
0: So, why don't we talk about? Obviously, you're in law school right now. So, what made you want to be in the legal field to go to law school in particular, the law school you went to?
2: So, I have a long story, as you know, many <laughs> of us do. I guess I, my senior year of high school, I went you know what? I love everything law. I'm going to go to law school. And my mom is a nursing professor. My dad has his um, degree in nursing and then his MBA, but it was like my family's all medical field. No one knows anything about law, anything. So I was like, "Mm, maybe I'll go the safe route. I'll go to nursing school and maybe be a nurse practitioner. And I started my first year of undergrad nursing And then we had to take a CNA course. And during that CNA course, I just absolutely hated it. And then my boyfriend also had a stroke during it. So spending all that time in the hospital, as well as doing the CNA class, I totally put me off of the medical field. Yeah. And so then I just had to like reassess and say, like, should I just follow this dream that I had in high school? Uh, so that I switched my major quickly to psychology and then picked up a double major in criminal justice. And criminal justice is actually where I really fell in love. Um, so my purpose with going to law school is to be in criminal law um, just because I really strongly believe there's a lot of fundamental issues with our criminal justice system um, and that we don't account for mental illness. We don't account for adverse childhood experiences and just so many other factors that lead to criminality. Um, So I really, you know, I know it's easy to say while we're still law school, but I really do want to change um, our criminal justice system.
1: I mean, that's absolutely amazing and such a cool thing for you to want to do. And it's absolutely true. You know, we don't take into account mental health or past trauma or anything like that. And with the way the world is changing and especially the United States and uh, medicinal marijuana, recreational marijuana, I think a lot of people are behind bars whenever other people are out on the street. So we cannot wait to see what you do with the thank world
2: you. thank you so much and yeah that's a really good point we have so many people incarcerated right now that may not even be people that would be subject to incarceration in a couple of years and you, yeah. you know and a- how does
1: that look as it changes and as we go through you know you're in a perfect place in law school you're a 2 with another year and a half to research and get published And have the opportunity to learn as much as you can about that and potentially really make an impact, especially with your platform.
2: Yes, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And it's really, for me, just about doing as much as I can in the time that I have. Um, And using the title holder platform is a really interesting way to go about it because, you know, there's not a lot of people that do both. Um, So I definitely love the fact that I can spread my knowledge through having a title and being a title holder.
1: Absolutely. So tell us about law school thus far. How has, how was 1L, you know, you went to law school during a pandemic still (laughs) in a pandemic. So how has that experience been?
2: So (laughs) yes, we went during a pandemic, just why not, why not make it harder for ourselves? Yeah. Um, but I actually did not get into law school the first time I applied. I'm very vocal about that because I think it says a lot to just not giving up Um, and being able to reassess and see like what you can change about yourself or not about yourself, but about like your application and making sure that it's not a no is not like the end all be all. Uh, So getting that letter during the pandemic was just such a light for me I remember again I was at work I waitress on the weekends and I was waitressing and it was in like the middle of everything being shut down our restaurant was only open for to go so it was me and one other person working um it was just, everything was closed. It was just a, like, it was a dark time for a lot of us. And I opened my email and I just started screaming in this restaurant with this other woman. She's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I got into law school. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So that was like, I'll never forget that moment. Um, so it was, even though it was during the pandemic, it was just like, this was my dream and it just came true during this. So I really, you know, took it with stride and I didn't let the fact that it was like, you know, a global pandemic stop me from just pursuing and starting right away. Um, With that being said, I go to Northern Illinois, um, as I said before, and they decided to make our first year completely virtual. So I did not go in person at all. I completely had to do one L at home. Um, I thankfully made some friends pretty much virtually. um, And we were able to like connect and support each other. But of course it's not Mm -hmm. the same as being in person, being able to just sit there and cry together. yeah. (laughs) Um, But it was very hard. Um, But I'm, I made it through. And I think that's true for a lot of us. Like we're just making it through and that's an accomplishment in itself. Um, But I, yeah, I'll never know what it was like, what it's like for other one else because mine was completely virtual.
1: Wow. That's crazy. So what classes do you take your first year?
2: So we did criminal law, property, um, contract law, um, constitutional law, torts, um, legal writing one, legal writing two, um, basic legal research.
1: No, yeah, that sounds about it right. So, yeah, you had a lot of classes packed into there. So you were just getting the true law school experience with the classes and the material. Was it hard to digest that material alone, did you feel, or and did you really have to rely on getting online and talking to your peers and things like that
2: i think what was really hard for me is that i had no experience with the legal field i had no family in the legal field no one could be like hey like can i help you um i have a lot of a lot of my friends and a lot of people that i know they have family members that could explain things to them if they were feeling a little bit lost or look things over, whatever, um, and I just I didn't have that, so I definitely struggled um just knowing what to even do, especially with, especially with legal writing because I was so used to writing like for my other like majors. my legal writing I was so shocked about when I first turned something in, how bad it was. Um, so I really had to just talk to, I did talk to professors frequently, which was helpful. Um, even though it was just through email, but yeah, it was a lot of figuring stuff out myself and struggling myself. So
0: now that you're in 2L, are you in person or is it hybrid or online still?
2: So it's hybrid, um, and then next semester will be completely in person. But yeah, it's still not like the regular experience. Next semester, it's going to be actually going every day, and it's it's going to be interesting. And I'm not sure like how that will change for myself. I definitely do better in person. I'm a talker, so these people aren't ready for me to be hand hand hand. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Um, That's a great way to be in the classroom. So I'm excited <laughs> to see how you feel after you go through next semester and everything. We'll have to catch uh, up Yeah, on that. because
0: I feel like the first experience you get with that is like 1L usually. Mm-hmm. And it's right. like scary. But you also like, you, have you guys been getting cold called via Zoom? Oh, yeah. That's okay. Okay. So you guys have been doing that. Like, I think you'll probably honestly just thrive, you know?
2: Yeah. Yeah that's a good point. And yeah, let's talk about the cold calls when you're sitting at home. And then like, it was a time I got up to go to the bathroom and they don't know you're in the bathroom. So I hear from like my like desk area, and I'm like, Oh no.
1: You're like, I gotta, I gotta run.
2: Yeah, basically. (laughs) Of course. Like,
1: the the downsides and the things we'll never forget about zoom and zoom school of law and pandemicking you know is things like that right being yes. hearing your name called from far away on the zoom and you're like no or not being muted when you think you're muted and all the terrible things oh Gosh, yes all the terrible things
0: So despite being online for most of your law school career so far, have you been able to get involved at all in law and like the law school?
2: I have tried, but it's so hard because it's like none of the meetings happen. So like I have expressed my interest to the organizations and I'm like a part of the organization, but there's nothing. Yeah. So I am hopeful that when it's in person completely, that's going to change. Um, I'm, I'm more focusing on trying to get an internship for the summer, but I would really like to be involved in like the criminal law society and the women's law caucus and stuff like that. Um, But it's hard. It's been hard with just being online.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So let's dive into the pageant world. So tell us about when you started and what like league i don't even know how to say it like you compete in and how all that works we'll be right back
0: hey guys we want to take a moment to talk about something that has been a game changer for us busy lawyers audible
1: yes audible has been our go-to platform for incredible audiobooks offering an extensive library of thrillers nonfiction, autobiographies and mysteries And guess
0: what? We've got a special treat for you. Audible is offering a free trial to our listeners. And all you need to do is check the link in the show notes. It's the perfect opportunity to experience the magic of audiobooks without spending a dime.
1: Speaking of thrillers, I know you're currently hooked on Never Lie by Frieda McFadden. Samantha, can you tell us a little bit about it?
0: Absolutely. The twists and turns in Never Lie have kept me on the edge of my seat during the workday and even when I'm on my daily walks. It's like having a suspenseful companion wherever I go.
1: And for those looking for some financial wisdom, I have been engrossed in My Money, My Way by Kamuku Love. It's packed with practical advice on managing finances, perfect for anyone trying to navigate the complexities of money management.
0: What we love most is the flexibility Audible offers. As lawyers, our schedules can be unpredictable, but with Audible, we can enjoy our favorite books on the go, whether we're stuck in traffic, hitting the gym, or waiting for a court hearing.
1: So if you're ready to embark on a literary journey and discover the joys of audiobooks, click the link in the show notes to start your free trial with Audible. Trust us, you won't want to miss out on this fantastic offer.
2: yeah so there's so much the pageant world but yeah people when they think about pageants it's Miss Universe Miss USA and then that's it um and there's so much more um so many people that compete in those big systems started with really small systems I started with a system called National American Miss when I was in high school And I started because I got a letter to my house and I ran up to my mother and I said, can we do this? And she was like, you want to do a pageant? And I said, yes. (laughs) Um, And so it's a, just a United States based system. um, And it's considered a youth pageant. So it goes all the way up to like 24, 25, but it goes all the way down to like six years old. So they have like Queens in every um, age division um, and there's a lot of systems like this in the United States. Um, so there's like USA National miss, Royal International miss, International United Miss, like the list goes on of systems that like mimic the same like structure. Um, and all of these systems don't have swimsuit, like traditional, like when you think of a pageant, um, the areas of competition at least for national American myths and they're pretty similar across the board for like these youth pageants. There's um, personal introduction. So it's like 60 seconds on stage. You introduce yourself, you, and it's like to judge public speaking. Then there's judges interview, and it's either a panel um, style interview or it's individual interviews. And then you like go around Brown Robin style, um, go into the different judges. And then there's evening gown, which is more, a lot more well-known. Um, but basically the majority of your score is coming from the public speaking and interview, um, instead of just like physical appearance. So what that's what really kind of got me interested in realizing that it was so much more than just, you know, who's the skinniest, who's the prettiest, who's the tallest. Um, and my first year that I competed at Wisconsin, I lived in Wisconsin and, I competed and I placed top 10 in like the teen division in Wisconsin. And then the next year went on and won the title and was able to compete at National American Miss and placed top 10 at nationals. And that was so cool. Um, And then just, yeah, I just really got involved and I started learning a lot more about systems and I competed in other systems. And then I found Miss Earth USA Um, And there are four big international pageants. Um, There is Miss Earth, there's Miss Universe, which you guys have probably heard of. Um, And then there's Miss International and Miss World. So across the world, all four of these systems are kind of viewed as equal. Um, It's just kind of the United States that sees Miss Universe as like the best one or the most known one. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that is for a couple reasons. One, they have the most money. Um, Two, it was founded in the United States versus the other organizations being founded overseas. Um, And then, of course, in the United States, we have the state pageants that are really well-known. But when it goes to the international level, for example, the Philippines is a huge pageant country. Uh, And they just have this one huge pageant and they crown all four of those titles for the Philippines in one pageant. So they Mm -hmm. crown the Miss Philippines Universe, Miss Philippines World, Miss Philippines Earth and Miss uh, Philippines International. So it's really interesting because um, there it just depends on where you are in the world. Um, And they crown those girls based on who's going to be the most successful based on you know, who they are in which system. So I'll miss earth specifically. So that's what I compete in. Um, it is environmentally based. Um, and so all of the women involved have some passion and work that they do for the environment and advocate for the environment, um, on top of all the other pageant type things. And, I just, that's why I really like it because I like that there's just this one thing that kind of unifies people everywhere. Mm -hmm. Um, But because it's such a big system, not specifically in the United States, but internationally, I've had a lot of really great opportunities internationally instead of just the United States. And I've been able to do interviews and shows and I'm actually on the cover of the first India or the first Indian pageantry magazine, wow. which is really interesting.
1: That's so cool. Thank you. That's so, so cool. Okay. Yeah.
0: So now that we're talking about like international stuff, mm-hmm. yeah. so have you ever thought of practicing law internationally? Like, perhaps
2: that's a really good question because potentially, yeah. Um, I've been able to develop those relationships with people in many different countries and it's, I've loved it. So that would definitely be something I would consider. I haven't done like any research about it, but like, that's a really good point. Um, Especially because I do like to just connect with people all over the world.
1: I can see why maybe you hadn't thought of it just because criminal law is like super specific to the state Mm -hmm. that you live in and Mm -hmm. things like that. And you want to affect change in the United States. Mm -hmm. But I think having that platform and all the skills that you gain, the interviewing and the 60 seconds and Mm -hmm. also the ability to look good on stage, you know, I think that's important for public media attention and growing stories that way, you know? Mm -hmm. So tell us where are you going in January when you go compete?
2: So I will be going to Orlando, Florida, and uh, Miss Earth USA actually has a lot more areas of competition um, than the pageants I was talking about earlier. So I will interview, I will, um, if they have photogenic, so you submit like a photo. And what's interesting, um, a lot of pageants look at photos and they just judge it based on the photo. But what Miss Earth USA is judging is if you look like the photo as well. So I think that's really important um, for people that's to know. Super they, cool. they sometimes look at like pageant pictures and they're like, okay, this girl looks nothing like this. Mm-hmm, so yeah. I love, I love that they like take that into consideration. Um, but also social media goes into the scoring. I just completed my um, introduction video, um, which is a three minute video. And I'm really proud because I made it myself. So I just submitted that last night, um, as well as a think global act local project. Um, which is just involvement um, in your community for, you know, climate change and educating people and helping, you know, just teach people about climate change and just how to care for our world. And then the, they do have swimsuits. So like the big ones that you'll see on where it's broadcasted are swimsuit um, gown. And then there's also like a runway. So all of those will be there. Um, so I'll be doing all of that in January in Orlando. I'm not sad that I'll be leaving the snow (laughs) to go to Orlando. Um, but it'll be fun. It'll be a very busy week. Um, the days pageants are no joke, especially national pageants. You're going from 8am till almost 10pm every day.
1: What are you doing all day?
2: So it's, accumulation of like rehearsal um, to make sure everyone knows what they're doing when we actually have to be on stage. Yeah. Um, Earth, Earth USA is televised through VIP pageantry. And I think it's on Hulu and like Roku and stuff. But yeah, you have to definitely make sure people know what they're doing for that. And just obviously to make sure everything runs smoothly. Um, there's a lot of events. So like there's a charity gala, there's like different parties at nights that we attend um, and then like the public can also attend um, and take photos and stuff. Um, And then there's a community service project one of the days. um, And then there's photo shoots, um, hair and makeup, picking up, check-in, orientation. I'm just trying to think. There's preliminary competitions before the final pageant. So it's not just the one final pageant, but there's like two preliminary competitions so, like, we'll do swimsuit and runway one of the days, and then another day we'll have gown and then the final pageant. So, there's different shows. The final pageant's just like the big one,
0: so we can like watch while it's live. We're definitely gonna yes, work. okay, cool. Yeah. Then, like, okay, then we'll like put yeah, let's we'll post in the group and thing. yeah, get a watch party, yes, going. We'll put yeah, put it on in the Instagram. We'll just yeah, like, you have Hulu, and yeah, I have Roku. Oh my gosh, so we you can figure it out a live watch party yeah that'd yeah. be so fun cool okay oh, the amazing- well, that's a plan so yes! it looks like we're gonna do that in
2: january i love that sorry i have i have a lot of animals and my cat oh, is don't like- worry about it we love plastic it. Bag. <laughs>
1: you're like you only do this when i'm on zoom um,
2: when have you ever done this but that's fine. okay
0: so I have a question, um, just, you know, thinking out of the it's not even like really on track, but I just had to ask before I forgot. So have you ever thought about working in like the legislature?
2: So that's an interesting question because I um, have my platform. So I you don't have to develop a platform as a title holder, but I have, and a lot of people do just because they want to share things that they're passionate about and advocate for. So with law school, I started hashtag legislate change to just encourage people nationwide to reach out to their representatives and encourage them to vote in favor of those environmental bills and policies that are being presented. Doing that and just seeing the importance of having legislators that are gonna advocate for their communities, I definitely have thought about it. Um, I can definitely see myself doing it at some point, whether it be in legislation specifically, or the governor, I don't know, something. Oh, yeah. you know I'm going to be the president. What can I say? <laughs> yeah. I mean, why not? We'll vote. Yeah. No, let's get it
0: going. Let's start. Like we'll be your campaign up. managers. Like let's just get it
2: started. Yeah. We love We're that. stuff. But what I really would love, I think above everything is being on the Supreme court as probably a lot of us, but you know, I like to just aim really high. <laughs> I love it. I love it.
1: So tell us and our listeners for sure, what are different things that we can do for climate justice and things we can do for hashtag legislate change?
2: Yeah. So specifically with just legislate change, um, I think it is just so not known to the American public that you can reach out to your representatives I didn't know this either until I kind of, you know, became a law student and became involved and started doing research. And yeah, I just don't think it's well known. So I really want people to know that they can, you know, send an email, they can write letters if they would like to write a letter, they can call and really pushing your legislators to know about the issues that you care about as their population that they're representing, they're going to be more inclined to listen if they're getting more people that are saying they really want something um, because at the end of the day, they do represent you and using your voice to tell them, this is what I care about is going to make an impact. Um, and of course, you know, they're autonomous. They can make their own decisions as the representatives and it, you know, it might not, they might not always, you know, follow exactly what, their population is saying they want, but it will definitely make an impact. And, you know, they might get a letter or a story from someone about something that they really care about and why they really care about it and might change their mind about something. Um, I know specifically in pageantry, I have someone that I know that has written to their representative a lot about mental health and suicide awareness and prevention, and they really educated their representative about that. So specifically with environmental Um, change in environmental justice, contacting your representatives and letting them know just how it might impact you or um, impact, you know, the world that they might not be knowledgeable about could really make a difference. And it's something that we're all able to do.
1: Okay, I I have a thought. With everything that's been going on in the national legislature Mm -hmm. with the infrastructure bill and the potential build back better bill. I think what you're saying is so important because a lot of us don't know that we can call our representatives. We can call our senators and we can write letters. We can, you know, don't doubt yourself as a law student that you aren't educated because you really are. You're probably one of the most educated people in the room with these new ideas and thoughts. And it's really important to Act on that. And I think that that's a great that you are encouraging young people to do that in our generation, because how many times do we say like we want to, you know, affect change, but how do we do that? Right.
0: And I also feel like our generation, I know a lot of people that like won't vote, right? That they're like, oh, you know, my vote doesn't count or whatever. Like my my one thing doesn't count, but it does when it's collective, you know, and like reaching out. And like you said, the more people that are reaching out to representative, like that's how things change because like you can't just expect one person to do it and like, it's going to change, you know?
2: Yes, exactly. And it's just like a it comes with everything, I think, with politics. is The more people that are backing an issue, that is how it's going to be recognized as an issue. So if, we're all, if us three are sitting here with the same idea and none of us act on it, they're not going to know that three people agree on something. Um, and, of course, on a much larger scale, hundreds or thousands or millions of people that are saying, oh, it doesn't matter. But it does. It does matter. And if you all say something and speak up, they will see whether that's through voting or through making your opinions known, it does matter. Um, And I think it's interesting you say, like, don't doubt ourselves as law students because there's so much information that we learn as law students that I have felt would be exceptionally beneficial to know as an entire population that you don't really learn unless you're in law school. Um, So I think, you know, if I were to win, Miss Earth USA, I would really <clears throat> try to make a lot more resources available to people um, nationally and internationally, especially, you know, in relation to the law and knowing, you know, just how you can act and <laughs> make a difference. Absolutely.
0: Especially if you want to get involved in the criminal justice system, like people yeah. knowing their rights, um, mm-hmm. just knowing how like how to Be with a police officer, like all this kind of stuff that you learn in like criminal law and like yeah, or like constitutional law. It's just or criminal procedure. It's just like what, like how do people not like don't talk to like a police without your lawyer? You know, like all that kind of stuff. It's like
2: it's commonly known. Like, and you watch TV and you're like, wait, where's his lawyer? Like, why? No, exactly. And like, it's so yes, like just specifically that one issue. I know it's not related to what we were talking about before, but for the Mm -hmm. love of God, so many people have no idea like an intimidating police officer comes up to you, you have to talk to them, you have to answer their questions. No, you don't.
0: You don't. Yeah. No, you don't. Exactly right. And it's like, oh, like I, my boyfriend, he's in criminal law, and he yeah. always tells me he's like, oh, if my client only knew, like, that they didn't have to do X, Y, Z, you know, like yeah. it's just that knowledge of get, like, you know, I totally agree with you that it needs to be more accessible, and so people just know their rights. I'm thinking, like, people should know what they're entitled to as a citizen of the United States.
2: Yes, exactly.
1: Knowledge is power. And I think that that's ultimately, you know, while you might think, oh, that doesn't necessarily relate. It totally does because at the end of the day, the only way we can truly make change is to unify and know what's going on and talk about it and have these conversations. So thank you so much for coming on here and chatting with us. This was amazing. I know so many other people out there are going to be like, hell yeah, Emma, we feel the same <laughs> way. So we tell everyone where they can find you.
2: Absolutely. So if you want to follow my pageant journey specifically, that is miss Oklahoma earth on Instagram and on Facebook. If you want to follow me, I didn't talk. Um We talked about so many things. I feel like I could talk to you guys for hours, um, <laughs> but I'm a huge body positivity advocate as well. Um And, I share a lot of that on my personal Instagram, and that is just emma.loney, L-O-N-E-Y. Um, And that's on Instagram. Um, Yeah, those are my pages.
1: Perfect. And we will get together, everybody, to watch you compete. We are so excited, and we wish you the best of luck.
2: Thank you so much. It means so much that you guys are so
0: supportive. And No, I- yeah. I was just about to say, like, right before you said, I was like, okay, and watch party. Like, make sure everyone, like, puts it on your calendars. We'll <laughs> put it in the show notes. Like, it'll be there. Like, <laughs> we'll, we'll have, reminder. yeah, we'll set a reminder. You really, really, like, it. yeah, like, yeah,
2: we we'll- Oklahoma is just coming hard to Miss Earth USA.
0: Yes. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, you come on top and, like, uh, I mean, you will. But um, like that could be
1: so awesome. Yeah, One yeah, of absolutely. our ladies to law school. Yes. And it's just really cool just to not only be successful in law school, whatever that may look like, as we said before, but also be successful in other parts of your life, because it really helps you build that identity of who you are, who is Emma, you know, someone who wants change and wants to act on it and is a go-getter. And That is what we love here. So we like I said, appreciate you coming and chatting with us. And I know so many other gal gals (laughs) people out there are gonna be inspired by you for sure.
2: Well, thank you so much. It seriously means the absolute world to me. And like we were talking about before the show, I found you guys right when I started law school and use all of your imagery as my background. So I adore both of you. And I'm just incredibly thankful and I hope everybody enjoys this episode.
0: I know they definitely will. They'll probably want another one. So I guess we should probably just plan that too. Yep. So put
2: on the calendar, put on the calendar.
0: <laughs> we're very busy. We're very busy girls. Yes.
1: Yes. All yeah. right. Thank you.
0: Okay guys. So January 6th, I believe, or January 4th. Let me double check. Give me one second. January 6th through the 9th is going to be the pageant. So, we'll be putting all of the info on Instagram so you guys can watch with us. We'll try to set up, I don't know, like a group watch or something. We don't know like how to set that up yet, but we'll figure it out cuz we always do. So, you know, I loved talking with her. We could have t- we talked after we recorded and we were like, "Well, we should definitely do another episode because she has just she has the best personality and I can totally tell why she's in pageants and her career because of pageants, I feel like it's going to just flourish. She's going to be bomb and she's a great speaker. She's beautiful. I mean, I, I will vote for her for president when she
1: runs. Right? Like this is what she's been preparing for her whole life. You know, the new Legally Blonde is coming out and she's supposed to be 40 and have kids and like Emma is on her way to being that. She is such an inspiration. She's also so body positive, you guys, and we barely even touched on that. So we will definitely be having her on again after her pageant when school settles down a little bit for her and we're able to talk more with her. And like Samantha said, we will have a watch party and all the details this is absolutely the reason to join the Facebook group because that's where we're going to talk about it the most and maybe send out a zoom link with a password, et cetera, et cetera. And we will obviously direct you from Instagram to the group and to the different thread where we talk about where to watch it and how to stream it. Um, if you are in Orlando or you're in Florida around January 6th through the 9th, think about attending and supporting Emma. I mean, I absolutely want to be a hype squad and that's what I expect all of us to be for each other. I know I was talking about a TikTok and how there was just a group of girls looking into the camera and they're like, oh yeah. And then they're like, oh, that looks good girl. And it's like, that's what I want us to be for Emma and so many other future lady lawyers out there who just sometimes we just need a little hype. You know, so join the Facebook group and we will talk more about watching her in her pageant in Miss Earth USA 2022. So on that note, definitely follow
0: Emma on Instagram. Her Instagram info and all of her links will be in the show notes. And while you're at it, go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Ladies Who Law School Podcast,
1: like our Facebook group. And if you like the Facebook group,
0: you might as well join the Facebook group. So
1: yeah. All right, guys. We hope you had a great Thanksgiving and are getting ready for finals. We know it's a crazy time. Like we said, check out the sources in our show notes to get you started on the subjects, especially if you're a 1L, I know this is going to be the craziest time of your life. We totally get it. Don't hesitate to reach out. And we always try to get back to you in, um, you know, sometime, right? We are law students as well. And sometimes it is a struggle, but we will talk to you guys again next week. Bye.